Today, our show is sponsored by Nutrafol. 30 million women are impacted by weakened or thinning hair. If you are among them, know that you're not alone and there is a solution you can trust to deliver results. Thousands of women have taken back control of their hair with Nutrafol. Nutrafol offers targeted formulas for women that are clinically shown to improve hair growth and thickness with less shedding through all stages of life. Healthier hair growth takes time. You'll begin to experience thicker, stronger, faster growing hair in three to six months. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after six months of use. Nutrafol is physician-formulated to be 100% drug-free. They use medical-grade botanicals in consistently effective doses so you get the most reliable results. And no matter your stage in life, they have a solution. Nutrafol women's formulation is ideal if you're experiencing thinning hair loss caused by stress, dieting, overstyling, or environmental toxins. Their other formula, Women's Balance, is for additional hormone support for those with thinning hair through menopause. You can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to Nutrafol.com and entering the promo code SELFIE to save $15 off your first month's subscription. This is their best offer anywhere and it's only available to U.S. customers for a limited time. Plus, you get free shipping on every order. Get $15 off at Nutrafol.com. That's spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code SELFIE. Today's sponsor is EveryPlate. Initially, I thought meal kits had to be expensive, that they were kind of a splurge. But as it turns out, every plate is more affordable than groceries. Their quality ingredients come pre-portioned to help you save money and reduce food waste, you know, like the bag of spinach that I throw out every single week. You can skip the store and let every plate plan, shop, and deliver everything you need to cook a delicious meal at a consistently low price. For me, in the summer, I'd rather be out enjoying the sunshine than cooking. Every plate helps me do just that. Simple, stress-free recipes come together in just six steps and are ready in about 30 minutes or less. You can choose between 17 recipes that change every week and swap proteins and sides to your liking, so you can switch up dinner routines however you want. Every plate helps me experience more of my favorite things in life by saving me time and money, which means more money towards vacations, concerts, the list goes on. You can choose from classic plate, veggie plate, family plate, and easy plate preferences to serve up crowd-pleasing meals night after night. Try every plate for just $1.79 per meal by going to everyplate.com and entering the code SELFIE179. Again, that's $1.79 per meal at everyplate.com with the code SELFIE179. Hey everyone, I'm Sarah James, a beauty blogger and self-help aficionado. And I'm Kristen Howerton, a writer and psychotherapist. And you are listening to Selfie, a weekly podcast about two women trying to tackle better self-care. We are both of the opinion that self-care is important, and yet we find it elusive. And while we may have all the info we need, we don't always get there. From the silly to the serious, we are taking a vulnerable yet humorous look at body, mind, and spirit. And maybe a touch of the random, all while looking at the distractions and defenses that keep us from caring for ourselves like we should. Hey guys, well today we are going to be having a very fascinating interview with Sherrianna Boyle. She is the author of a book called Emotional Detox, and we are talking about creating space to feel your feelings. I'm with Sarah James today, and Sarah, um, I don't know about you, but I struggle a little bit with creating space to feel my feelings. I mean, who, who would want to do that, Kristen? That's, who would want to create like that I'm space? Actively, <laughs> actually actively trying not to feel my feelings. Yeah. Like, what can I do today to make me not feel the feelings? Yeah. Like, I'm going to the bathroom. Like, I better take my phone so I'm not alone with my feelings. 
<laughs> at, a, at a stop sign, stoplight. Good oh, Lord, cannot sit grab here. The phone. Oh, no, grab the phone, grab the phone, grab the phone. Yeah. Oh, wow. This is going to be interesting because I, I'm going to maybe take copious notes because I don't have anything to add to it on the positive side because I, I really do. I, I feel like I hide from my feelings a lot. Oh, I do too. I have to tell you, I recorded this interview earlier and there were a couple moments where I was just like, okay, let's not cry now. We're not going to cry right now. We're not going to cry right now. Like she was reading my mail. I mean, not in a confrontational way, but just it, it is what I do. This is my biggest struggle. I don't feel my feelings. And then my feelings come out in my body. Oh, um, you and I are in I the same boat. We, yeah. We've always, you and I both have always, we talk about ailments yep. on this podcast all the time. And I really do believe that it's like pent up it emotion. Is. This is Stress the root cause. and sadness and uh-huh. all of it. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's going to be, oh, I'm, I'm so excited. I'm yeah, so excited It's to a hear good it. one. It's a really good one for everyone because I just think we, I think we're living in a society where we are all not feeling our feelings, whether we're doing it intentionally or not culturally, we are not feeling our feelings. I totally agree. Absolutely. Anyway, well, you have some big news for us today. Talk about feeling the feelings. Talk about feeling our feelings. Oh, no. Maybe I should just go play solitaire on my phone really quick. Um, well, this is my last episode. Mm-hmm. Womp, womp, womp. I know. But, um, I mean, as you all have probably noticed, I've kind of pulled back with the podcast and I love it dearly, but there's some really fun things happening um, in my community here in Oklahoma City, things that I'm doing that have kind of taken up that space, that time that I had for the podcast, which is actually funny because I was in California this past weekend mm-hmm. and I had brunch with Kristen yesterday. So yes. this is actually great because <laughs> we're coming off a brunch, but we were so into talking about um, our kids and just all of the goings ons that I didn't even tell you that I have a big thing happening here in 2020. I actually <laughs> signed a lease for my own office and studio. Sarah. Yes. <laughs> How did you forget to – well, I knew that you were thinking of doing that, but so you signed the lease. You, This is happening. This is happening. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. So I'm focusing more on consulting one-on-one with people Mm -hmm. who are trying to make changes in clean living and clean beauty. And I'm like, I obviously need a space for that. And it's just after like – 15 years of working from home. Um, I just feel like I'm really ready for this next step. And I'm actually hoping that um, while I love doing it locally, and that's really what I'm building, I'm, you know, there is this thing called Skype. So like, I really am going to try to push myself to open up this kind of consulting work so I can do it with people all over the place because I get asked questions a lot. And, too. Um, and I just feel like it kind of just it feels right. Like I feel like it's that's like the next step for me, which is super exciting. And I just cannot wait. The The studio space is actually, it's a new build. It's being built um, right now. Like they're actually breaking ground. Oh my um, gosh, how soon. cool. But it's, um, it's this, it's an office space that I think there's eight suites in total. And mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of female owned businesses that are oh, moving that. into this space. So it's so perfect for me because I feel like I'm an introvert. I tried the co-working thing at several different spaces this past year. Mm-hmm. And although it was 
great. I cannot do that. I am so distracted Mm-mm. and I can't Same. get work done. So like this way, it's I have my own space, but I can walk out those doors. And, you know, when I feel the need to, you know, talk with someone or feel inspired, because some of these women are like killing it. And I just, I feel like it's going to be a really healthy step for me to get out of my home because I am so in my brain all the time. And you know how it is working from home. It's like on top of that, being being lonely, it's also just yeah. like I can find 17,000 things I need to do around my house. Oh, So it's totally. like, well, do I do the a post or do I do the laundry? Do I – It's so um, difficult when it's not clear delineation. Exactly. And I just feel like I'm going to be held to it too having having – a rent to pay, you know, mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm paying a rent for this of office yeah. and exactly. So I'm, I'm really, really excited. But the sad part about it is it's kind of pulled me away from being able to do the podcast. Um, I know. So I'm bummed. You are bummed, but I'm, you know what? I mean, I think there is some sort of, you know, something poignant about you pulling away for self-care reasons. Like, yes. you know, that I know you love doing this. I, I mean, I know that I this has been you know, a little baby that we created. Um, But I also know that you and and, I mean, for those that don't know behind the scenes, I mean, Sarah's been grappling with this for almost a year. Oh, yeah, almost a year. And, you know, I just I really appreciate the fact that you are saying like, I I admire the fact that you're like, you know, in my self care, I need to pull back from something that I really love. Because I think one of the things that is detrimental to my own self care is I really struggle with saying no, especially yes. to things I like. But too much mm-hmm. things, even things that you like, will mm-hmm. make you crazy. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, yeah, I, I absolutely – It's the irony in this is hilarious that I'm pulling back from a self-care podcast because of self-care. Totally. <laughs> it's like, you know? But, you know, if anyone would understand – I'm guessing it's our audience. Like this is what, you know, we grapple with all the time and what we're talking about. So yes, but but also you have an incredible new co-host. I do have an incredible new co-host. So um, just for listeners who are curious, what does all this mean? Um, we're doing a bit of a revamp of Selfie that I think you guys are really like. So we are going to be um, having a new co-host who does the weekly check-in with me. Um, it is our dear friend, Rue, who is with us right now. Rue, we are so excited to have you joining the team. Hey, Sarah. Hey, Kristen. I'm so happy to be here. So we've known each other for a very long time. How long have we known yes. each other? I mean, at least 10 years, I want to say. Yeah, that's right. In fact, I think I was reading you before I ever started writing online, and uh, I properly stalked you. I think that's how it happened. I think that's, <laughs> I, I think that's the takeaway. The takeaway is you should stalk people online and force them to become your friends. I mean, the funny thing is I do have some friends similarly where I read them forever and I was like I really want to be their friend and then now they're some of my best friends <laughs> yeah I'm waiting I'm, I'm waiting for that to happen with me and John Oliver it hasn't any happened minute yet, but yeah any I, minute I mean, I'm, I'm gonna get that call any day now uh-huh uh-huh so Rue uh, tell everybody a little bit about yourself Sure. So I'm Rue Powell. I live on the East Coast. Um, I'm 37. I am head of creative for a tech company. And I have three, uh, I've got three kids. I'm also a kind of longtime writer. I've written on the internet. And that's how I know Kristen and Sarah. And I am very excited to be podcasting. Well, we are excited to have you. Like I said, we've known each other a long time. You are a fantastic and hilarious writer. Um, and we, you and I have traveled together a bit as well. 
We have. We have. We took a trip to Southeast Asia um, internationally and then as well as, you know, uh, East Coast, West Coast, that sort of thing. So I asked you um, to do this because over the past few months, you have been writing a lot about self-care. I have. Actually, it, it's funny because I am, um, you know, I very much enjoy work um, and I very much enjoy being a parent. And what I'm probably the most terrible at is self-care. So yeah. I was talking to a friend about it who uh, is a gold star lesbian, by the way. And she said, you can't do a podcast on self-care. That would be like me doing a podcast on being straight. I'd be like, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know. You just touch it. Um <laughs> So uh, I felt like that was like a really good challenge for me to, um, you know, really be mindful about self-care and taking care of myself. And uh, this is sort of built-in accountability, which um, is terrifying, but maybe also effective. You know, and I also feel strongly that, I mean, a lot of people are listening in because self-care is difficult. I mean, it, it's difficult for everyone. Otherwise, we would all be eating perfectly and be getting enough sleep. I, I think generationally, culturally, self-care is challenging. And, you know, I appreciate that you are coming on here with some vulnerabilities saying like, I don't have this mastered yet, because I think that's actually more interesting. I'd also like to explore how self-care can be for everyone. Um, I think that uh, a lot of times people are struggling with time limitations or even like people of different socioeconomic statuses are going to have a harder time, maybe, uh, you know, paying $35 for a Pilates class. And so what are some ways that we can all kind of approach self-care that are a little bit more accessible for all of us? For sure. I love it. I also love that you are almost 10 years younger than me. And we have also brought on, um, as you're, and you're the same age as Claire, we've also brought on BJ Hickman, who's going to be our resident therapist. And she is um, a generation above me. So I kind of, I like that we are spreading a little bit in our age range of women on the show. So it's kind of fun. Uh, I I love Rue. I've known Rue for many years. And I just, when you told me, Kristen, I just, I feel like there could not be anyone better. I just think she's going to bring so much to the table and you all are going to enjoy Rue so much. I'm so, I'm so excited about this partnership. Well, and it's so funny. The reason that I ended up, you know, thinking of Rue is that she has really been on her own self-care journey in the last couple months. She's posting about it a ton on her Instagram and, um, you know, she's, she's in that, she's in that space. She's in that journey. She hasn't arrived. She's on the journey as (laughs) I continue to be. Um, and she's really vulnerable and she's funny. She's a funny oh. girl. I think oh, you she's guys are going to love her. Yeah. So, so funny. Um, Rue will be joining us. Claire will be staying on, but there's going to be a small restructuring that I'm very excited about. So Claire is going to be staying on as our resident esthetician and beauty expert. So every single week, you guys are going to have an opportunity to ask Claire your burning beauty questions. Um, You know, she is a licensed esthetician and she is a fantastic resource. So every week we will have a little um, Ask Claire, Ask the Esthetician session. Um, And then also excited to announce that every week we will also have an Ask the Therapist segment where you can ask relationship questions, boundaries questions, mental health questions. Um, And I'm excited to announce the person who will be doing that for us is BJ Hickman. Now, if you are a member of our 
Selfie group, BJ is a very active member there. She is super wise, super smart. Um, and I think you guys are going to love hearing what she has to say about your questions around mental health. I just, I love this restructuring. I love all these women. It's going to be so fantastic. And I do, I mean, BJ's just incredible. If anything that comes out of her mouth, I am like, bow down. Oh, totally. You're so right. Never thought of it that way before. She is fantastic. I feel the same way. I'm really excited to have her come on. And I'm really loving kind of a team approach of women mm-hmm. um, that we're kind of broadening and widening the circle. Um, we will probably honestly be doing less expert interviews because, you know, I think that those are not as well received. I think, you know, the feedback we've gotten from listeners is you guys want to hear us talking. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. you want to hear two relatable women talking. You don't want to hear an expert weigh in. You want to hear people that you relate to. And I think you guys are really going to relate to Rue. And you already relate to Claire and BJ is just, as you said, I mean, who doesn't want to just sit at the foot of her wisdom? Good grief. So goodness gracious. Yeah. That is the truth. Yay. It's exciting. It's It's exciting. exciting. It's bittersweet for me, but I'm so excited for what the future holds with this podcast. I think it's going to be amazing. Me too. Well, on your last episode, I do want to (laughs) do one last self-care check-in with you, but I want to ask you, I mean, this is kind of a loaded question and I didn't even (laughs) prepare you for it. Oh, no. You know, what do you think if you look back over the tenure of um, your time with Selfie, what do you feel like your self-care successes have been? And, mm-hmm. you know, where, what have you learned? Where have you landed? And then what are you working on going forward? That's such a good question. Um, well, first of all, just I have to say, doing the podcast and talking about all of these issues and listening to these experts talk about, I mean, it just really opened my mind to things that I had not thought about a lot. And the the podcast community, the Facebook group is just, it has opened my eyes and it's not not even when it was just my issue that I was talking about, but learning about other people and how they interact and how they they view their self care and what they're doing to improve it. Um, in you know, in like if to be detailed, I definitely believe that saying no, I have something has happened. I mean, clearly, clearly something happened with my ability to like walk away from something that I really love and I I, I really love doing, um, but knowing it's the right thing to do. And that's something I do not think three years ago mm-hmm. I would have done. I think, mm-hmm. I mean, I think I would have held on and I would have continued and I, it, um, it probably could have brought me down in other areas of my life, you know, because yeah. it was too much, too exactly. much, you know. So I feel like I am growing where I, I am learning to say no when it's too much for me, mm-hmm. even though it's something that I really, really, really want to do. Totally. Um, and then, you know, going forward, I just, you know, listening to all of these women discuss their lives and what they do as careers on the community group and these experts and the interviews and all of that, I just, it made me say, okay, I really want to focus. Focus. Um, you know, I think being a blogger like you are, it, it, there's you you wear so many hats and there's so many directions you can move in, and that's okay. And like you can continue doing doing that, 
but like for you, you really honed in on writing the book last yep. year, right? Like you're like, mm-hmm. this is what I'm going to do. It's going to take me away from a lot of different aspects of blogging. Yep. But this is it. And I feel like this move to, um, you know, rent my own space, my own office, focus more on working one-on-one with people face-to-face. Um, I think it all just, it really did come out of this group of lovely women that I just respect and adore. And I feel like it's just set me on the right path. So I'm just continuing to like go with my gut, like stay authentic, move in a direction that I think is going to work for me, not only career-wise, professionally, but emotionally mm-hmm. um, and all of it. So and I I'm have super to thankful. Say, one of the just complete surprises and delights that have come out of Selfie is that group. I mean, I never in a million oh. years thought when we started the podcast, like, we're going to land with this community where I literally take my problems <laughs> and I get know. answers. I know. Um, The Facebook community is such a lovely place. And I know that, you know, as you're stepping down from co-host, that you'll still be active there. Oh, I was just about to say that. I'm not going anywhere. (laughs) I will be. Well, I suspect we'll be reining you into episodes from from here and there. (laughs) I mean, just that last post I did last week about memory issues and perimenopause. I can't tell you. I mean, I had gone to the dark side. Of course, me, you know, worst case scenario. I'm like, I really think that I have early onset dementia because Uh my memory has been so spotty. Uh And I, I post and then within an hour, I have like tons of comments from women the same age going, yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. that exact same thing. And it just, it made me feel, I'm like, okay, I'm not alone in this. Totally. And I think that's our community in general. Like you're not alone. You always have people there that are going to help you with your problems, help you look at things in a different light. And yes, I am not going anywhere. I will definitely be around for certain. For sure. All right. Well, should we do our last, your final two thumbs up? Let's do it. Let's do this thing. Now, I am – my last thumbs up is actually 10 or 11 thumbs up. So I'm giving you – it's like I'm going out with a bang, guys. I'm going out with a bang doing this. Um, No, actually, just a few days ago, I posted my top 10 clean beauty picks of 2019. Oh, I love when you do these. Yes. And I, and it's not new products to the market. It is truly the 10 things I used most last year. And that just posted. So I'm going to have um, a link in our Mm -hmm. show notes. Mm -hmm. I'll also drop it into the community group um, directly. So you can go and check it out. I'm also doing a giveaway along with it where I'm giving away one of each 10 products oh, to a winner and okay. it's it's like a $800 value. Yeah, it's 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 pretty it's a pretty big giveaway. So that giveaway is going on this week too. So um these are products that I just absolutely adore and um I will leave that link for you guys and I'll drop it into the community. And then the other one is actually another beauty product, mm-hmm. but my good friend Susie, who actually just posted hers, she's a green beauty blogger, and she posted this. Have you heard of this? It is a body wash. You buy it on Amazon, mm-hmm. and it's called Al- like Olivia, I think Olivia, uh-huh. and it's a it's a body wash, but it's pre prebiotics. So you know how they're realizing that, like you know, oh. we're really messing with this, you know bio, right. like our skins. I'm totally forgetting the name because hi, perimenopause. I can never remember anything anymore. But yeah, it's just, it's a 
SLS-free cleansing body wash, but it has the prebiotics, so it helps keep that skin biome, that's the word I'm thinking of, the skin biome healthy, and she loves it. And um, I just looked it up on Amazon and I actually talked with her this morning. I'm like, is it really that great? She's like, no, it is really that great. And I've been using bar soap, which I mean, that's fine. I'll still use that. But I was looking for a body wash and it's supposed to be amazing. So I'll link up to that too in the show notes. Okay. Very fun. Right? I got to try that. What about you? Well, um, my first recommendation I'm actually wearing (laughs) – actually, I'm wearing both of my recommendations right now. (laughs) As we speak, the first um, are these hemp CBD coconut eye gels. So they are these little, you know, you've seen like people before they go to the Golden Globes wearing these little things under their eyes. Oh, yeah. I do it all the time. Yes. Oh, you do? See, I never did. So (gasps) these reduce puffiness. They say dark circles and wrinkles. It's from a company called Mantra, and I've actually used their sheet masks before. Their whole line is CBD. Um, Okay. But it's also like vitamin K and rice seed extract. And so I've been sitting here with these on for about 30 minutes and you can feel it working. Oh, yeah. And you will be – when you pull those off – Am I going to look like a new there woman? Is such, well, no. There is such a visible decline of puffiness. It's crazy. It's so I mean, it really – I don't know. Like zap, I, mean, I haven't used these ones in particular, mm-hmm. but the ones that I've used before, yeah, I pull them off and I'm like, oh my gosh. They are just like hydrated and like the puffiness is down and my – even like the dis, like the darkness goes yeah. down a lot. I love them. Ooh, love I'm them. excited. I'm excited. Um, and then the second one that I am presently wearing, um, it is um, – I don't even know how to describe what this thing is. It is a wrap with sleeves, which sounds hideous, but it's gorgeous. (laughs) It's like, it looks like a long cardigan and it's made of faux fur, but it's not, it's not thick. It's like super soft. It's almost like a, um, Chanel. I cannot explain how soft this thing is. And it's got these like droopy sleeves, um, with a cuff at the bottom, but like, it's kind of puffy and then comes in at the cuff. So it's a little bit stylish. Um, Uh But this thing is so cozy. It's really meant as like loungewear, but you could for sure wear it out too. It's really warm. It's almost like a robe that you could wear with jeans to the store. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now, and the, just the color alone it's like a of this dusty wrap is rose. so dusty rose is exactly what I call it, and it's beautiful. It's from this oh, company I want called this. Mercy, and their whole their whole deal is self care products, and they are a great company. They try to like reduce packaging. They do a lot of um, like soaps and body products, but they will do like refills and things like that. And then their other their their clothing line is just about cozy comfort clothing, wraps and sweaters and stuff like that. It's really fun, really fun company. But I am loving this chalet wrap. It is, I mean, it when you put it on, it's lovely. you want to pet yourself. Because <laughs> it's so soft. You're like, I feel so good. I Touched. No, I, it's beautiful. That color is really, that color, I am all about this color. I'm I am loving too. it. I am too. I'm going to have to check this out. Now I'm going to have to like do a deep dive into this website. Well, I think wow. you should buy yourself something. They have really good stuff. Wow, 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 wow. All right. Well, we are going to chat with Sherrianna Boyle about how to feel our feelings. And I just want to say it has been so fun and insightful and hilarious. I've loved every minute. 
doing this podcast and um, I will definitely still be in that community group with with all of my issues and listening to all of your issues. And um, so, and I just wish you the best, biggest success with Rue going forward. I just have a feeling with the four of you women all working together, it is going to be fantastic. Well, I think so too. Thank you, Sarah. We are really going to miss you, but um, also we'll see you in the group later today. (laughs) Absolutely. Later today in an hour. (laughs) So when I was a teen learning to shave my legs, my mom did not do me any favors by buying me really cheap disposable razors. If you grew up in as a teen in the 90s, you know the ones and they left nicks and cuts all over me when I was trying to shave. So with two girls learning how to shave their legs right now, I am committed to making sure that they have good quality razors. Guys, I was probably well into my 30s before I realized the difference a quality razor makes. Today's sponsor is Athena Club. They have great razor kits that we have been using in our house for a couple months. The razor blades are awesome. They are surrounded by this water-activated serum that has shea butter and hyaluronic acid, so you get a silky smooth shave that actually leaves your skin soft and hydrated as opposed to stripped dry. And their blades are spaced out to let hair and shave cream pass through easily so you don't have to make a ton of passes going over and over the skin to remove the hair. Fewer passes means less irritation to your skin, which cuts down on razor burn and ingrown hairs. The razor kit is only $9 with free shipping and it comes with two blade cartridges, a cute little magnetic hook for your shower storage, and your choice of a handle color. I personally chose the coral, but what I really like about it is they have a ton of different colors, black, white pastel neon. So if you have a big family like mine, everyone can have the razor in their own color so you don't get them confused. What I also love about Athena Club, you guys know I love automating things. You never have to worry about dull blades because they send refills on your schedule. You just choose how often you want them and they will send them automatically with free shipping. I would also highly recommend their cloud shave foam too. It's insanely thick and stays on while you shave so you don't have to reapply. It leaves your skin feeling very moisturized. It's really, really good. If you want to try a great quality razor that cuts down on the wastefulness of disposable razors, try Athena Club Razor Kit. You can get 20% off your first order at athenaclub.com with the promo code SELFIE. That's A-T-H-E-N-A-C-L-U-B.com with the promo code SELFIE for 20% off. We talked a lot about skincare on the show and specifically tretinoin. If you're not familiar, it's a retinoid, which is an active vitamin A derivative that's used to improve the texture, tone, and appearance of the skin. Today's sponsor, Dear Brightly, has a product called Night Shift, and tretinoin is the active ingredient in Night Shift. This is the only FDA-approved retinoid for treating photoaging, which is premature skin aging due to long-term sun exposure. Tretinoin stimulates collagen production to prevent and treat signs of premature skin aging from years of sun damage, things like fine lines and wrinkles, dark spots, uneven skin tone, and big pores. Tretinoin can only be acquired through a prescription, but it's 20 times more potent than the -the over-the-counter retinol products. It's one of the most well-researched ingredients with over 50 years of research behind it for both acne and photoaging. I had a chance to try Night Shift, and I'm really liking it. I have the unfortunate experience of having both breakouts and wrinkles at the same time, and it's great for both. I have seen my fine lines decreasing. I've seen my skin tone looking better, and it feels really nice. If you've used an over-the-counter retinol before, you know it's really great, but a dermatology-grade retinoid is even better. 
Night Shift is their dermatologist-formulated serum that's tailored to your skin by doctors online. Dear Brightly works by you first of all starting by sharing your skin story with them, then a doctor evaluates your skin and your skin history. They then tailor your formula and write a prescription if applicable, and your tailored serum will be delivered to you in the mail. It's super simple and easy. Head to www.dearbrightly.com and enter the promo code SELFIE to get 15% off your first order, which is their very best offer anywhere. That's S-E-L-F-I-E to get 15% off your first order at dearbrightly.com. All right, well, we're excited to be talking with Sherry Anna Boyle today. She is the author of two new books. One is Emotional Detox, Seven Steps to Release Toxicity and Energize Joy, and then Emotional Detox for Anxiety. So talk to me about what what is toxicity when we talk about toxicity or even a need to detox? What what does that mean? Yeah, well, thank you for having me. Um, the The toxicity is the reactions, right? Mm. So we have we have emotions, mm-hmm. and then we have reactions to our emotions. So our emotions, I just want to be clear with everybody, they are not toxic, right? And I know a lot of people call them toxic. We we categorize them and we say, well, that's a negative emotion. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to the emotional detox perspective. Your emotions are not the problem. Mm-hmm. It's it's how you're reacting to them, mm-hmm. and so it's our reactions which can become toxic to not only our body but our behaviors and the way we see things, our attitudes, our relationships. So that's what I'm referring to when I say emotional te- detox means it's time to cleanse the reactions Hmm. so that our emotions can do what they're designed to do. And that is they're designed to help us and heal us and, and transform and create new experiences in our lives. So that that's what I mean by toxicity. Right. So it's, and I like that distinction that you make between feelings and reactions, because I think people get those confused a lot. Um, and our feelings are valid. We can't really, you know, I mean, we have some control over our feelings, but those are sort of our natural responses to things. And then, you know, our reactions, what we do with that, how we think from that, what narratives we create from that is probably more what we're looking at, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's what we create. And then very often what I find, Kristen, is the thing that we're creating is the opposite of what we need. Hmm. So once you start to cleanse the toxic, well, the reactions, which are thoughts, Mm -hmm. the way like what we think, the narratives, as you just pointed out, the stories that we tell ourselves. And I also throw in there the way we cope Hmm. And I know that's a little strange to people because they're like, well, aren't we supposed to be coping? <laughs> I mean, isn't that isn't that what we're supposed to be doing? And and so my feeling is that coping, when it comes to coping, yeah, great, cope, right? So when we're stressed out in line somewhere and we have a way of coping with that to get through that that experience, but we weren't we weren't supposed to take it home with us, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So 
coping has an expiration date. Hmm. And so you don't want to be. Yeah, go ahead. Well, you so you kind of put forward this cleanse method that is sort of been a game changer for you. Talk to me about what that looks like. Yeah, so the cleanse method. So the it's seven steps that are mindful and you go through the seven steps ideally every single day and as needed after that. And it takes you through the process of learning how to feel your emotions mm-hmm. in the absence of reactivity. Mm. And the acronym CLEANSE, actually, I, I never intended to have an acronym of, of CLEANSE. It really, <laughs> I, re- I researched emotions, I researched the anatomy of them and wanted to really know more about what do they do? Um, how do we feel them? What happens when we don't feel them? How can they help us? And all of that kind of stuff. And then I went through uh, my own emotional, unexpected, cri- I mean, a true crisis in mm-hmm. my life. It was about six weeks after I did my research, submitted all the research, the research got accepted, and then bam, I... I just got flooded and wow. Yeah. Isn't it interesting how sometimes that, you know, it's like the the very thing we're working on becomes the very thing, you know, in our professional life becomes the very thing that we have to work on in our personal life. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and for me, it was really, you know, and I can relate to that because there, there have been other things that I've had to work on in the other books that I've written. But this one felt kind of different. It felt like I was an observer of mm. what it's like to be in trauma. Mm. And and it was really interesting because what I realized how cleanse came to be is you can't remember anything. Mm. Right? When you're in emotional yeah. trauma or physical trauma, I, I remember going to the store grocery store and I'd be like, what the heck am I doing here? Like you're just in a why, fog. Yeah. You're in a fog. Yeah. What why am I here? What am I doing? What yeah. do I need to get? Yeah. <laughs> and so that was honestly a really great thing to have happen because I realized people need a structure mm. when when they're caring, and, they're, and we all go through, you know, def- traumas defined as anytime, anytime you're scared stiff. Mm-hmm. And and life happens, right? To all of us, we have these things that happen where you're just like, man, stop shit in your tracks. Oh, yeah. And so that's how cleanse came came to be. Yeah. And I think it's like everyone's details are different, but I think we've all been in that state of just something happening where we're in a fog, or we've kind of gone limbic, we're, you know, no longer kind of operating from our rational brain and everything feels overwhelming. And so um, I love that you've kind of put forward like practical steps, like how to walk through when we're in that place. Yeah. Yeah, literally, what a step one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> step one, step two. And what's interesting is that when when you move through the steps this is the other half. So I'm moving through the steps. I'm creating them and I'm moving them. And I'm also, I have a private practice. I'm also supporting clients at mm-hmm. the same time. 
And all of a sudden, I start manifesting stuff in my life like crazy. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? My life is a shit show. Okay, I swear on your show. I'm sorry. (laughs) Yes, it's fine. (laughs) My life is a shit show right now, right? I mean, it is – people would not want to be me, but yet I'm manifesting. Yeah. wait a minute. Aren't you supposed to have like – perfection when you're manifesting? Aren't you supposed to be like in this perfect, you know, set and all of a sudden, no, I learned that your life doesn't have to be in perfect order or going a certain way for you to be a manifester. You just have to feel your feelings. Mm. I love that because I think, you know, I think a lot of us want to believe that emotional health looks like we arrive at a place where bad things never happen, you know, I mean, or that we arrive at a place where um, we're immune to anxiety or stress or the bottom falling out. And the truth of the matter is, suffering is kind of inevitable in this life. And we're all going to find ourselves in moments of stress or, you know, we can't control our outcomes, no matter what we do. Um, All we can control is how we respond to things. Um, And so I appreciate just your vulnerability that like, hey, I'm in the middle of this and my bottom fell out. And, you know, it it will again. Yeah. Honestly, I looked 10 years older. (laughs) (laughs) Been there. Yeah, I I did. I looked awful. Right. I mean, I look at pictures now. There was a picture of me on a website somewhere. It was one of someone I work for. And finally, I called her and I said, listen, you got to take that picture down. Because if if anybody sees that picture, there's no way in heck they're going to they're going to think, really, I'm going to work with that lady. She looks like a mess. (laughs) So I but it was so good for me to see Kristen, because I'm like, wow, I mean, you see what this does to your to your body, to your skin, mm-hmm. you know, to to um, you know, your aura, you know, mm-hmm. the feel that that you have. And but yet in all of that, some amazing things were happening. And it all came from feeling I wasn't doing a damn thing different, but mm. choosing to feel my feelings and allow myself to have the experience. You know, and it's so interesting because you would think feeling my feelings, like that sounds like such a basic, like, can't we all do that? But yet I I find that for myself and for many people I know, feeling our feelings is a real challenge. Why is yeah. that? Why is why is that hard for us? Is have we been socialized to just push them down or yeah. what's going on with us that we can't feel our feelings? Yeah, well, definitely we've been socialized. I mean, if you think about it, Kristen, you know, what did you learn when from from your parents? You know, I mean, our, <laughs> yeah. our parents weren't talking. I mean, <laughs> and honestly, I grew up, I, I don't know how old you are, but I grew up with like Oprah and oh, yeah. Phil Donahue yes. and... <laughs> Yep. Right. And I love those shows. And so we learn talk, 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 talk about them, talk about them, uh-huh. you know, let everybody get it out kind of thing. And, and there is an element of talking about it, but here's, here's my motto now. That's, this will really help people. Here's my motto. Feel first, then talk. Mm. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Right? Yeah, because Feel when we're first. talking, we're not necessarily feeling. We we th- there's an illusion that we are, but usually we're processing and we're up in our brains rather than in our feeling centers. Yeah, I mean, getting getting it off your chest is not feeling. Right. Right. <laughs> That's what we're doing. We're just getting it yeah. off our chest, right? Yeah. Airing, airing it out. And and it's not that you're going to get to this perfect place, right? Because, I mean, I just – what happens is you start to become aware of how you do it. Because, I mean, I went to a uh, holiday party just the other day, just mm-hmm. the other night. And I'm with people that, you know, I'm at – I'm with our neighbors. And we all don't get together very often. So it's – there's a lot of catching up to do. Twice – Twice. You know what comes out of my mouth? Twice. <laughs> yes, my mother-in-law is moving here. <laughs> I'm like, I, I haven't seen these people and talked to these people. Right? And tw- this is what I have to say? Well, apparently that's what... <laughs> well, you know what it is? You know, I'm I'm reacting. Yeah. Yeah. And for whatever reason, being around the you know why? Because all my neighbors are older mm. and they all are taking care of elderly, you know, they're they're aging parents. And so I'm in a room full of this. Yeah. And this is now coming out my mouth because I'm having a reaction to what's coming up in me that I haven't been allowing myself to feel, that I'm about to experience a big transition and change in my life, but I've just been go- going about it like everybody else. You just keep going on and you don't, you say, oh yeah, I'll feel that when it's here, I'll deal with it. But reality is sometimes it's here when it's here and it's yeah. our reactions. Like, it's here, right? <laughs> Hello? <She's> physic- <laughs> she doesn't physically have to be here right. for me to right. already be, be reacting. So there's no perfect. It's just having the awareness. You know what? Uh, when I get home after this party, uh, I got something to feel. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Right? I, I need to go home and process this because if I don't, everybody in town's going to know about my mother-in-law coming <laughs> and living here. And that's not what you want to lead with, maybe. <laughs> no, of course not. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> right? And and it's just, it's not going to help my marriage. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's, it's not going to help my my kids and they're really, you know, for me to be behaving that way. Right. right it's not right. going to help my relationship with my mother-in-law or help my skills in that, you know, how do I handle that? No, it's a reaction. So, you know, for listeners who might be going like, I don't even know if I know how to feel my feelings, you know, like, I don't know what that even looks like. If I find myself reacting and I give myself that mental note to go feel my feelings, like, you know, what are just some practical steps for how to do that in a healthy way? Yeah. Well, the first thing is you cannot feel your feelings without oxygen. Mm. So you want to bring oxygen into the body. Yep. It doesn't happen on exhale. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't happen from holding your breath. Mm-hmm. It happens on on inhale. So you got to have some oxygen, right? Um, you... You have to be aware and you need this observation. So you have Mm. to be able to observe Mm -hmm. yourself and the world and and recognize. So you need oxygen, you need awareness, you need observation, and then you need free will because nobody can make you feel your feelings but you. 
Right. right? You have to choose it. You uh-huh. have to say, you know what? Something's coming up in me. I can hear myself, right? I'm maybe talking a little negative or condescending or maybe a little sarcasm. Those are all reactions. Maybe being a little critical, a little jabs here and there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those are rea- those those are signs something mm-hmm. is coming up in me to be to be experienced and some emotions. And so I'm going to I have number 1 is I have to say, "Okay, I I choose to feel this and I have to pause." Yeah. I ha- I have to be willing to pause and so the challenge is, Kristen, and I, you know, my side gig is I teach I teach yoga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um I went through all – I've been teaching yoga for 18 years. I went through all the training and this and that. And I'm going to be honest with you. This goes a little bit against my yoga training. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 all the yoga teachers, I know you can you can kind of frown at me right now, but that's okay. <laughs> I, I, this is what I learned, right, that it actually – I always begin with um, stretching your neck, mm-hmm. not the breath. Right. Mm. So the yoga in me or whoever, you know, kids in school, we all say, okay, just take a deep breath. The challenge is, is you can, you can do that incorrectly and you can escalate the reactions. Right. Right. All of a sudden Uh you're not, right. You can make it worse. Right. And and then you're like, I ain't doing that again. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because then that is a negative feedback loop. It, exactly. And then you're like, you know, you're just in it. You just yeah. become more in it. So I always begin with giving – I recommend that people start by doing a few simple neck stretches like right ear to right shoulder, left ear to left shoulder. And then um, and then if you're still in your head, which a lot of people are, mm-hmm. I, I suggest when you take your right ear to your right shoulder – you glance over your right shoulder with your eyes. Hmm. So you actually shift your eyes to glance over your shoulder. So they're going to be, it's going to be like, I always say it's like as if you're trying to eavesdrop on someone, but you don't want to look at them. Right. <laughs> right. But you, or you don't want to turn your head, but you're kind of turning your eyes like, I want to see. There, someone's like, oh, did you see so-and-so? And you're trying to see them and not look, turn around. You know? <laughs> it's like It's like that kind of feel. And you're like, peering over your shoulder. It just, what it does is it connects to the, one of the trauma nerves in the body. Mm. Yeah. So begin with some neck stretches. That's going to naturally get some oxygen in your body. And I always say it's like preheat in your oven. Don't, you're not going to put the food in if the oven's not preheated, right? (laughs) So don't, don't process your emotions without the, without your body being preheated. Now, what I'm getting from this too is that our cell phone's probably not involved, right? That if that if we're really gonna take this time and feel our feelings, we probably need to put away the distractions and the digital devices and all of that. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Cause it feels yeah, like we, maybe a lot of us are not feeling our feelings because we're not giving ourselves space or time because <laughs> we've got like a screen in our face all day. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that that is a huge it's a distraction and it is 
also a coping mechanism for some mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. We're using it to deal with discomfort. Right. To withdraw, to avoid, to, you know, kind of not, you know, I call it like a little numbing device. Right. Put a little injection in myself and I'm not going to feel, if I look at my phone, I'm, I'm, I'm certainly not going to feel anybody around me. I mean, do you feel many, you know, if anything, they're going to annoy me. <laughs> totally. Yeah. We're disconnected from our feelings and our, our reality and everything around yeah. us. Yeah. So absolutely. You're going to, to make sure that you're not, and, and, and the thing is, is it, is it, once you learn the process, it doesn't take long. You can, you just have to practice it like anything else. There's a, there's a, a daily practice. And I always say, even if it feels funny or not right, or like, it's okay, just still practice because your, your body and your, your higher self, it, it knows what you're up to. Yeah. Right. So it's like, if you have the intention, I'm choosing, that's why free will, I'm choosing to process, I call it process my feelings. Mm-hmm. Eventually your higher self is like, okay, here we go. You yeah. Know, this is, this is what she do. She does. She does. Yeah. She does. And, uh, and, and it becomes like a, a muscle memory almost. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Well, one of your books, I mean, you've written a book on emotional detox just in general, and then you've written one specific to anxiety. Why do you think that anxiety is so prevalent right now? Well, you know, the the big the big one is social media seems to be mm. a real influence and according to the research. Um, this I know it can be convenient, but it is doing a number on people for sure. Um, also just like fearful outlook, you know, there's a lot Mm -hmm. of Mm -hmm. portrayal that the future is dim, you know, it's not good or that, that, yeah, it seems to be this, um, pretty, pretty prevalent and people are feeling the effects of that. That's another one. Um, the, the, the distractions, like you just mentioned, the, the phones and the technology, the lack of connection with other people. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. These are all contributing factors. Mm-hmm. And and I mean, in the emotional detox for anxiety, I, I put all what's going on with anxiety, where we're at, where, where we are at statistically, and what are the, the causes of for today that we see. And every people can look at that. But I really define it differently. Hmm. I define anxiety as an emotion looking to be processed, but can't because mm. our body won't let it. Yeah. So anxiety in my viewpoint is is a management system. Mm. I, I mean, I just got chills when you said that because I believe <laughs> that to my bones. <laughs> it, it really is. I mean, it's your body is, is trying to process something that's coming up and and look, you know, we all have history and and here's the other thing. We all have whether it happened directly to you, whatever is in your history that you're looking that you didn't feel something, right? Because you were coping. Or you could have witnessed something or even hearing about something. It has an effect on us. So, if you're carrying that then your body's looking to relieve you from that. 
And anxiety is like, you know, it's trying to, it's, it's like your body's trying to heal, but you just won't let it happen. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and there is a genetic component, of course, you know, it's about 30% there's say is, is genetic. However, with that said, um, our emotions in the research can hit that genetic line. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so I when mean, they're in, you can you can change your DNA. Yes. Is the point. Yeah, I mean, similar to addiction or any other proclivities that people have, we can yeah. we can learn to manage, even if it is a genetic predisposition. Yeah. Yeah. Well, That's- any any last thoughts um, on just emotional detox, or you know how people can apply this at home. I think the main thing is consistency. I think yeah. that if you yeah. can, if you have anxiety, you you probably wake up with it, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? And <laughs> you wake up and you're like, I got to go. Yeah. <laughs> I got to go. I got stuff to do, right? Yes. And that, you know, and us type A people, I don't know if you're one of them, if oh, you're a type I A. I am. <laughs> oh, me too. Um, sure am. You know, we, we can we can cross the line, right? Yeah. So we have – that's another, you know, one of the contributors is that, you know, type, certain personality types are, can be a little mm. bit more prone, and, but that's okay. It's, it's really knowing that, okay, I know this about myself, but I begin my day with feeling. I don't begin my day with checking emails. Mm. I do that after I feel. I don't begin. I, the only thing I do, I will admit, is I have a cup of coffee well, with me. You can I feel gotta, with coffee. <laughs> I can. I, I love coffee. So I bring that coffee over, and I sit uh-huh. in my little chair, mm. and I be and I choose to feel every single morning, and that's mm. how I begin. And you can do that anywhere, right? You can yeah. do it in a hotel. You can it's do like it. so simple and yet so powerful to just start that day with like some headspace. Yeah. Yeah. That's and I right. I appreciate what you're saying too about like this is a process. It's not a silver bullet. You're not going, you know, there's there's no like here's what you do to never have anxiety again and then you'll be done. Like this this is a process. Yeah. It it is a process and and I the the seven steps it might seem like that's a lot by by the seventh step, people are like, okay, I get this. Yeah. Right? Because I think we short circuit things a little bit. We feel a little bit better and we're like, okay, I'll just go on with my day yes. now. And and so if if you're here's the thing. If your life doesn't look different, then you're probably not feeling. Hmm. Right. If you're using a coping skill, but yet your life the 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 patterns are the same then you're really not feeling because yeah. the only way to break a pattern is you have to feel. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So if you're not feeling different, you need to give it more space and time. More room for Yeah, that. that's why there's seven steps. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not one. <laughs> that's why we don't do three things. We do I can't just seven, do two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. People are like seven, but it's like they all go together and when you yeah. when you do them, they're like what, maybe five minutes? Yeah. 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 So yeah, they're simple. Yeah. Simple. Yeah. This is simple. not like, you know, people having to carve out five hours in their day. This is – anyone can do this. Absolutely. 
All right. Well, your books, Emotional Detox and Emotional Detox for Anxiety, they're on Amazon and Barnes and Noble and most of the usual booksellers. We'll link up to them on selfiepodcast.com as well. And where can people find you online? Yeah, well, I did I did want to mention I'm going to be at 1440 doing I do live cleanses. So oh. for, on weekend retreats, 1440 Multiversity um, in California. I'll be there if anyone wants to come for the weekend. It's Valentine's Day. Bring your Valentine, blah, blah, blah. So nice. I'll be there. But um, you can look at my information at sherriannaboyle.com is where all my stuff is. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. Continue the self-care conversation with us over at Instagram at at Selfie Podcast. And make sure to join our uber supportive community that we love on Facebook by searching for Selfie Podcast Community. You can also visit our website to check out the resources we've talked about in each episode at SelfiePodcast.com. Make sure to subscribe to Selfie on iTunes but you can catch up with us next week. Special thanks to Shepherd Audio for providing our music. Take care.